G'day, I'm Georgie. And I'm Kirsten. This is Ready For It, a podcast to get you hyped up and caught up ahead of the eras tour. We are covering every single one of Taylor Swift's eras before she hits our shores in February. Today is a big one. We are heading into an era that changed the world. It's 1989, guys. Strap yourselves in. This unofficial but thoroughly enthusiastic Swiftography was recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri people. This land was never ceded. Always was, always will be. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 1989. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Pop Swifties, all out, unadulterated, unapologetic pop. Taylor has reinvented herself once again, and the 1989 era, her birth year, is her biggest to date. Released in October 2014, 1989 was doused with 80 synth inspo and dripping with chart shattering earworms. Seven singles were again released, three of which went to number one. It sold more than 10 million copies worldwide. It also was one of the first true drivers of the debate around streaming services and how they compensate artists. This era awarded Taylor her second Album of the Year Grammy. Reminder, she is still in her mid-twenties at this stage. It was one of three golden gramophones she took home in 2016. Georgie, 1989, this is when Taylor became the undisputed queen of pop. Yes. Actively decided to move away from country and take over the pop universe, which actually went against what the label wanted at the time. So her label wanted her to stick with country. They were like, no, 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 no. That's what you're good at, babe. It was a risk. Mm -hmm. And she backed herself and delivered one of the best pop albums, I think, of this century. I think of all time and I genuinely believe that 1989 
changed the world in that this was the album that put her on the map. There were so many huge moments in this album and because of this record, it was her first time collaborating on one of her albums with Jack Antonoff. Woo! Collaboration that has gone on to do some mind-blowing things. Also, she cut the hair. It became the Anna Wintour, who was the editor of Vogue, it was the Anna Wintour bob that she was rocking. Better than Anna Wintour. There I said it. It came to define the era for me in what she looked and like. And the cat suit. Every, the cat suit. Yeah, the cat suit that oh, she was rocking. Tops. Yeah, she was everywhere and anywhere that you could possibly be. She was headlining Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Mm-hmm. I think she already had done that during the Red Era as well. Yeah. She was back. She was friends with all the models. Yeah. She had the girl gang. Well, that, well, as some people called it, the she-bots. That brings me to a great point because this is when she started copying some flack for that. And I think it's so interesting that this person that she was in 1989 era was really the person that she'd been singing about wanting to become. Yeah, totally. When she was in the debut and fearless yeah. days. In You Belong With Me, she talks about being the girl on the bleachers. You wear shorts. Whereas in 1989, in the film clip for Shake It Off, she's a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. She has transcended. She's become everything that she thought she wanted to be yeah. and she was unhappy. Yes. She was surrounded by the glam squad gorgeous, of gorgeous the most people. beautiful women in the world mm-hmm. and she copped flack for that because it was like, well, where's the diversity? Why are your friends only beautiful women? You, it was part of that you claim to be a feminist yeah, and yet you are aligning yourselves with these ideals of women, yeah. rightly or wrongly, that maybe are holding people to an impossible, impossible ideal. Absolutely. And for somebody that grew up feeling like she didn't fit in. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden she was in the coolest girl gang. (laughs) So, you know, having been a young girl yourself, that want to be in the cool girl gang. You'd had that as a kid. Also, she was only still 24 years old. Yeah. Like she was 24, turning 25. This album came out in October Mm. 2014. She'd recently moved to New York at the start of 2014. Mm -hmm. So she was going through... Yeah, welcome to New York. What a time. She was going through big life changes as well, these transitions. And as I have said on this podcast before, when Taylor Swift usually goes through a transition, I'm going through a transition. Yeah, (laughs) Never has it been more perfectly aligned that Taylor Swift is actually writing my biography Mm -hmm. than when Shake It Off came out in the middle of 2014. Tell me. Remember in Red, and I was like, Red is like that true breakup album. It's the first time that I had felt Mm. that I had lost my true love. Yeah. The night before, so we didn't know anything about 1989. Shake It Off was not on the horizon. We knew nothing. A random midweek phone call from a girlfriend of mine from Brisbane called me to say that she had started dating my one true love. No, it's not okay. Who I thought was my true love at the time. (laughs) Yeah. And she was like one of my best best friends at the time. This is all about girl on girl crime. <laughs> You're right. It's mirroring your life. Well, and I remember just sobbing on oh. the phone, calling up my other two besties, just like crying, 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 crying. Then I had to go to work. I'd recently just moved to Sydney. I didn't know anyone in that city. So I was walking to work, going through uh, the central tunnel <laughs> on Devonshire Street in Sydney, heading towards the ABC at Ultimo. I'm sorry, were you a small town girl that I had just small, moved to the big city? I was. I was a small town girl <laughs> moving to the big city. Just feeling so sorry for myself and I woke up to the news that Taylor Swift had released a song and it was called Shake It Off. It's what you needed. And did you? Because the haters gonna hate. (laughs) And I just thought there has never been a more defining song. She has given this 
to, to you. me for that moment. Well, let's get into the music then because I think this is going to be a pretty big deep dive. I'm actually a little bit worried though because <laughs> despite everything that I have just said there, yeah. is it my favourite? I, uh, I don't know. Everybody in the room feels very passionately <laughs> about this album though, so I don't know. We should get into it. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You got that Nineteen eighty nine named that because that is Taylor Swift's birth year. She mm-hmm. was born on December 13, 1989. And this really did start the whole, hi, I'm Taylor. Did. And I was born in nineteen eighty nine. And everyone be like, woo, losing their absolute minds. But she really did bring the sound of the 80s with her. She had those influences of Peter Gabriel and Annie Lennox as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that her partnership with Jack Antonoff led that too. There was no 80s synth before this, maybe Stranger Things, but she was leading the way. Then it became the trend. Totally. And I think it's why these big songs really hit on a radio level because it was the Max Martin genius as well. He's all over this album. It's the Jack Antonoff influence and it's pure, pure pop. And like you said, with Shake It Off, it was the perfect timing for it. Mm. But it set up a a few conversations about Taylor that I think informed the rest of her career as well. Totally. So at this time we are celebrating her. She's the biggest pop star on the planet, writing the biggest pop songs. Every release from this was the biggest radio song in the world. Oh my God, yeah. We go, I mean, we could just read out the entire track list and everyone be like, oh yeah, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. one." Speaking of, we should get to your canon, the must listen to Taylor Swift tracks. Okay, there's an apocalypse. The world is sinking. What are we doing? How are we saving Taylor Swift songs Mm -hmm. to preserve the journey that is her. I think first argument for a canon song has to be Shake It Off. Has to be. It did represent her going fully 
into the pop zeitgeist. It's a perfect pop committing, song. committing, yeah, committing to making it. fun of herself in the music video. All these different iterations of Taylor yeah. Swift. I think it has to be. Again, it just highlights her ability to take the piss out of herself. Totally. My ex man brought his new <laughs> girlfriend. She's like, oh my god. You know, not my favorite, but <laughs> it absolutely lives on the canon. Has to be canon. Has to be canon. Next one for me is Blank Space. Yes, I would also agree. It's 2.0 of We Are Never Getting Back Together. Mm -hmm. It is making fun of people's rhetoric about her and going, I know what you're saying. I don't care. Talk about all my famous boyfriends. i got a blank space. I'll add you to it. Yes. I love it so much. It's such clever use of lyrics. It's her getting in on the joke. Yeah. Which she does throughout her career. But it's like people are all talking about it. Great, guys. I can hear you. I'm aware of it. She takes the power back. Exactly. She controls the narrative. She actually set herself up as being a little bit untouchable in 1989. Mm. She was part of the Cool Girl Squad. She took down Katy Perry a little bit, which we'll get into with Bad well, Blood. Well, I think that that is perfect segue because I think it Bad has Blood to has to be canon. Because baby, now we got Bad Blood. You know it used to be Bad Love. So take a look what you've done. Because baby, now we got Bad Blood. Hey. It is absolutely canon. Yeah, and it also leads into what I think is another signature of the 1989 era, which is the visuals and the music videos. The music video is iconic. Yes. But I think what she wasn't expecting was an invitation for people to turn on her Mm. because I think for so long she'd felt like the underdog and like the outcast. And then all of a sudden her beautiful, successful female friends rallied around her and that's amazing. But when it was at the expense... Not for the internet. Yeah. (laughs) When it was at the expense of another woman, it went into mean girl territory. And as one of the women that had written Mean, Mm. it was unusual to see this. Do you think, I reckon there's room for maybe one more from the album on the canon list? I've got two. I know you do. And they're probably the (laughs) two that I'm going to make you choose between because I feel like it's between Wildest Dreams and Out of the Woods. Oh, my God, they weren't even my two. What? I know. <laughs> what do you this mean? This album is so good. But that's canon. That's canon. Because I was going to – my arguments for Out of the Woods mm-hmm. is that it is about Harry Styles mm-hmm. and it's really – that really played into the moment of her being the pop culture icon. One of the icon. best bridges of all time. At the time, one of the best bridges of all time. It also is one of her main collaborations with Jack Antonoff. I'm not An saying early no. one that then we go on and now it's we've got It's a personal the- fave, but I'm not saying no. I'm not saying yes yet. Okay. Wildest Dreams, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I love it. It's beautiful. It's not canon. Not canon? The only reason that I'm saying no is because we haven't even touched on style. Oh, yes, yes. You got that James Dean dream look in your eye And I got that red lip classic thing that you like And where we go The lyrics. Yeah. Red lip classic thing that you like. Yeah. All about Harry. It has to be canon. I'm not sure if it is canon though. Is it canon? Do I even understand what this is? <laughs> like if this does isn't it progress, canon, does it I progress, don't know what it is. Why does it progress the narrative of Taylor Swift? Tell me. I think that it's almost in the realm of Dear John. 
where she's going, I'm just putting this out there. I'm naming the guy. It's called style and it's about Harry Styles. <laughs> she's going, even Harry can't bring me down. I'm writing about this. I don't care that you keep teasing me about dating these famous men. I can do what I want. Okay. Also, just that opening guitar that even Jack Antonoff hasn't been able to completely recreate, in my yeah. opinion. We don't claim, spoiler, we do Iconic. not claim style on the 1989 Well, I, I mean, I do want to table one more okay. as part of canon. Okay. And that's clean. <gasps> Okay, I think. Okay, okay. okay let's all the, the four suggestions. Ooh, I reckon clean. It is one of the most beautiful songs I think she's ever written. Yes, I agree. Lyrically perfect. Yes. Genius. Yes. A collab mm-hmm. with Image and Heap. With Image Which, and Heap. Can we just discuss for all the Gen Z people out there? If mm-hmm. you have not watched the OC. What are you doing? <laughs> we don't mean to keep giving you homework, yeah, but this is important. But you need to, oh. and you need to focus on the song "Hard and Seek" by Imogen Heap, yeah, because that was life altering and stays Skip with me forever. Skip the Jason Derulo version. But yeah, we don't need. Well, <laughs> we don't need that. So. Image and Heap, working with Taylor Swift, produces yeah. Clean, which I think is arguably one of her greatest ballads that she has ever written. And that is why I think it's canon, because I think that we hear the beginnings of folklore and evermore mm. in a song like Clean. Yeah, it's good. Okay, canon. Okay, That's canon. canon. Okay, so canon we have. Shake it off. Shake it off. Bad blood. Bad blood. Blank Clean. space. Blank space. Are we adding one more? That's four. Oh, out of fact the checker Maddie's not even. Yeah, fact checker Maddie's like. You have style. You have style. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. We have style. Oh, my God. Okay, before I get murdered. Okay, style is on there as well. And I don't think that Out of the Woods or Wildest Dreams do anything better than those current canon tracks. All right. I accept. I accept. After this, our five-ish questions. Five-ish questions. And do any songs from 1989 make it to our top 13? Are you ready for it? Calm down for a second yeah. because I've like, I've, I've got, I'm, I'm flustered. <gasps> oh, where do we even begin? Okay, favourite lyric, favourite lyric, favourite lyric from 1989. I have an obvious one and I think it's going to be the same, so I'm going to lead this. I reckon we've got the same one. Is yours from Clean? Uh, it might be from Clean, aka a canon song of Taylor Swift's. Oh. And mine is, when I was drowning, that's when I could finally breathe. When I was drowning, that's when I could finally breathe. Oh my God. Unbelievable. Yes. Not the same as mine. Not the same but as I yours. mean, I'll accept it because okay. every lyric in that song is incredible. What's your one, what is it? Ten months sober, I oh. must admit, just because you're clean, clean don't mean you don't, don't miss, miss it. it. <laughs> Ten months older, I won't give in. Now that I'm clean, I'm never going to risk it. Ten months sober, I must admit, just because you're clean, don't mean you don't miss it. Yes, this is one of her greatest ballads. Absolutely. Of all time. It's the quintessential breakup anthem, I think, when you're in the throes of it. You're yeah. in the throes of the emotion because it really does capture that sense 
of drowning, that sense yep. of you can't breathe, that sense of the water keeps rising. Yeah. When will I reach the surface? And I think that this is a different take on breakups for her that we don't often hear. It's the part about coming out the other side. Mm. And for me in that lyric in particular, there's a connection to the all too well lyric from the last episode of mm. I forgot about you long enough to forget why I needed to. Yes. This is now that I've done it, now that I'm here, I am never going to risk feeling the way I felt about you again. Yes. I'm not going to do that. Mm. We are never getting back together. We are never <laughs> getting back so, together. I mean, I think the entire imagery around clean and mm. what it represents mm. is all time. Yeah. Um, but that's my my. Is it a top favorite. 13 song? Does it make the top 13? It's definitely on the shortlist. Yeah. My top 13 is currently my top 22. Yeah, but you've got to cut that down. I know. I'm going to work on it we've by got, the end we've of got the series. have got these terrible rules for a reason. <laughs> I, I know. Clean is definitely on there for I me. I think it is. Let's go into what song you would skip. New Romantics. Holy shit, because that is literally one of my top 13. Georgie has reached a pitch I am yet to hear. <laughs> at this my point, second. fuzzy producer Rupert is the only one that can hear you. This is my, no, that's crazy. This is crazy what you've just said. How do you not love New Roma? It is honestly part of my top 13. What would you skip? What would I skip? Yes. Hang on, I need to say, wait, I've got <laughs> okay. it here. I need Before, the album again. I need the album again. It, for me, it's a process of elimination. Um, I am skipping. See? See? Look, I'm, the, oh, do you know what I'm skipping? I wish you would. No way. I wish I, wish I. Uh, 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 oh, uh, Ryan Tedder, I, I, I apologise. Ryan, I love you, babe, but that <laughs> one, I'm going to prefer to listen to All You Had To Do What was about that when it broke I wish down? I wish you would come back, but you never hung up the phone like I did, I Nothing. She's feeling, I mean, I'm not delivering it as well as Ryan Tedder and Taylor Swift did, but. <laughs> Baby, we're the new romantics. Okay, come look, I'm not going to judge you the way you judge me for my very difficult choices. I, okay, okay. But what are you dancing to? Because this one's hard to narrow down on a perfect pop album. Ooh, yes. Oh, do you know what's a great song to dance to? Mm -hmm. Wonderland, which I also think oh. is part of the deluxe, isn't it? But yeah. it's such a bop. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The imagery in that, the fact that you, I become Alice in Wonderland <laughs> when I listen to that song. Whew, no, yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. I know a lot of people would think it's Shake It Off. It's an obvious dancey song, but I think Blank Space. Blank Space is such a I great think, track. Yeah, it's even more fun. Yeah, yeah. You can't not move. And I can't get sick of it. Mm. Okay. What song are you crying to? Okay, Clean is perfect yes. and has made me cry. A thousand percent. I have recently. What's it called? Crying when you cry and drive? I didn't know we had a word for that, well, but I needed it. Yeah. Um, but this love. Oh, yeah. It's so beautiful to me that it makes me cry. Mm. It's happening again. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's getting choked up again. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> it's just so beautiful. And that idea that I'm taking a risk of letting this thing that I want so much go mm. and it actually worked out. Mm -hmm. I'm better for it and it mm. came back to me. Oh boy. I feel like that's borderline skippable for me. Um, but, okay. but. I don't I want any bad blood, this. Georgie. But. I would say <laughs> if I'm not going to cry and clean, a random one that I would cry in is Welcome to New York. Oh. Because it's just that feeling of starting somewhere new, yeah. going to a new city. And you were just being a, a new small person. town country girl at heart. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you were every Crying bad Hallmark in the Central movie. Station Tunnel <laughs> being like, what is happening to my life? 
<laughs> all right. Well, I mean, these are all. There's no wrong answers. Yeah, there is you, no wrong answers you, except with new romantic. But <laughs> mental, mental. Where does this fit for you on oh. your chart? This Look, is- I've had a lot of strong opinions about this album, but I think that my overall ranking is going to. I'm not going to look at fact checker Maddie because she's oh, going to no. get mad at me. Okay. Um, it's number seven. I'm sorry. <laughs> We've had a malfunction in the studio. The perfect format. <laughs> <laughs> Which it is, but is it in my Georgie, top? Georgie, you were losing friends over your support of this album, but then it's number seven. Clearly we don't care about the facts. Hang on, hang on. I did forebode. Okay. There was such a forebode when I was like, I'm going to like alienate people maybe here because just it's so seven. good. It's so amazing. Is oh, it part right. of my... <laughs> Oh my god, Maddie's turned oh. on me. She's like, "Come for Ooh. a sweetie." Yeah, it's I think it's seven. seven. Yeah, because is of what's because to come? you made mistakes earlier yes, on. Yes, it podcast. may be. <laughs> it may be. Listen, for me, it's at number five. It is a perfect pop yeah. album, but there are so many good albums. Alas, I couldn't put it there because I'd already put "Speak Now" there, which yeah, we're not you about. made an error. But <laughs> we could have gone too early on that one. I was feeling Maybe. very unsure at the beginning of this podcast about my rankings, <laughs> but as we're getting closer and closer to the end, I'm feeling really solid. Yeah, because mine are chaos. Absolute chaos. <laughs> Even the set's fallen apart today. Your rankings. <laughs> We do, though, have to decompress Mm. because I do believe that the next era is going to be... I don't even know how we're going to do it. I don't know how we're going to do it either. It's too big. This is where we see the downfall of this pop icon Mm. and what was birthed from it. And I can't wait. I'm a rep girly. Mm. There's tears, there's screams. (laughs) And that's just in here. (laughs) That's just in here. (laughs) Next step is rep. Thanks for listening to a She's Dead Dead. production. Do you agree with us? Are these the songs in the gospel according to Tay that you need? How are you feeling ahead of the Eras Tour? We want to hear all of it. This She's Dead production did take a village though. With our undying thanks to our social gurus and directors, Kieran and Trent, our audio maestro, Mike Santos, set designer, fact checker and ultimate hype Swifty Maddie, JLo on graphics and Gemma for making us feel at home and the Ready For It culture hire, fuzzy producer Rupert. Follow us on TikTok at Ready For It Pod and also if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a lovely review. Only the lovely ones. Only, only lovely ones. (laughs) Something that Taylor would love.